what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Sean, Christian, and Randy are here to give you all of the mediocre fancy advice you're looking for. Uh, this is a little post-draft episode. We're recording on Saturday night. Boys, draft's over with. It was fun for a couple days. How are we feeling? I'm feeling great. Um, we finally got that live stream to work, so thank you to those who tuned in um, and kind of interacted with us on day two. Sucks that we weren't able to get day one working, but you think? it's better because Sean was gone. So uh, <laughs> no, it, it does suck. But next year we're going to be even better. I'm looking at we hope how to be together. Yeah, that's true. But I'm also looking to get a ticker to scroll across the bottom and and get some cool graphic stuff. Yeah, that's uh, so that's be, out of my league. Yeah, it'll be a fun watch next year. But thank you guys uh, who joined us. That was a really fun time, and we can't wait to do it next year. Randy, how are you feeling? Doing good. Uh, finally, don't feel tired after a few really long days. So, <laughs> good thing it's, you know, almost midnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, take a look at our website, officialcuppod.wordpress.com. Um, I would like to give an update on our little mock draft competition. Your boy came in first. Uh, I killed it. I, I, I proved that you don't have to be doing mock drafts since December to get that stuff right. Um, but we'll be we'll definitely have uh, more fancy relevant articles going forward. Christian put in our our draft notes here. Um, twenty twenty one NFL draft content. I hope to God that's not coming until at least like September. I, I'm I know I'm not going to be doing it. I might put out a mock next week. You're the worst kind of person. Matt um, Miller puts out a mock Monday morning, by the way. And then, yeah. and then obviously follow us on our socials at the Cut FFL Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Uh, what we're going to do today is we are going to go through a quick NFL draft recap. Uh, the three of us are going to be taking turns here, uh, going through what we think the each team graded out to, uh, comparing their picks. And then we will be doing a Superflex rookie mock draft. Uh, now that we have all of the information uh, of who's on what team, it'll be a little bit easier for us to decide who's going to be going. I have a feeling that Christian... Um, I believe he has the first pick, and I'm pretty sure I know who he's going. I think it's Randy, but I also know who Randy's going yeah, with. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would be able to tell you, but Lord knows Randy hasn't scrolled that far in the document yet. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll go ahead and get started here uh, with our NFL draft recap. Um, so Randy, we'll start with the 49ers. Randy, how how'd you feel about their uh, their draft throughout these three days? Uh. I gave him a C plus mainly just because I wasn't in love with the Javon Kinlaw pick trading away your Don't better. Your, that. Well, I mean, I like the player, but it's you trade away your better of the two D tackles, resign the other one who might've been a little bit cheaper. I'm not gonna, I don't really know, to be honest. I didn't look at the numbers, but it doesn't really matter to me. It's not a true replacement. Should have, if you really wanted him, you could have traded back a little bit, but you really need the receiver there. I like Ayuk, a little bit of reach to me personally. The rest of the guys didn't really give much value. So they don't have a lot of picks. So it was hard to win me over after a and pick they I did, was not with. They did trade for Trent Williams today and Joel Staley. Mm-hmm. Joe Staley announced his retirement. So they have their left tackle. Um, and they traded away Matt Breida. That is uh, Randy. I know you're happy about that. Uh, kind of. Oh, yeah. Matt. Poor, poor Jordan Howard, man. He can't get away from these hey, guys. Dude, Randy, you have to be double, like, dude, I'm ecstatic <laughs> about this because you have Brita and Raheem Mostert. Yeah, um, so I get, I got double lucky with that, especially yeah. after a, uh, 
especially after the Bills throw Devin Singletary into a slightly more efficient James White. Yeah. Yep. Keep an eye on uh, Jarek McKinnon. He should be back this year, so I'm curious to see if he cuts into most or at all. We'll all right, let's move on here, Christian. Your favorite yeah. team? Yeah, I had the Chicago Bears. Shout out Seth Gardner, um, who was very upset with the first pick, which was Cole Komet. They had nine tight ends on the roster that made 10, but I gave them a C overall for the draft. I thought they got value in Jalen Johnson. Trevis Gibson was one of um, the the sleeper edge rushers that kind of fell to day three. Um, I know he was getting some third round buzz. I love Darnell Mooney. I really like Kendall Vildor. I don't, I'm, I'll be honest. I don't know their seventh round picks. I don't know if they're good football players, but they're they seventh do, round picks. That's the thing, but they do fill a need. So I don't knock them too much for that. So I gave them a C. I know Bears fans wanted to go receiver or offensive guard first, but um, I, just, I thought they did okay. I just don't understand how you don't address the offensive line with one of those first two picks. They did with the last two. <laughs> Shows uh, how they value it, though. Yeah, I mean, and and let's be honest, uh, they didn't touch the quarterback spot. I know that that probably means okay. that they do have faith in Trubisky, but at the same time, maybe taking a, a guy just to at least have in the QB room would have been would have been interesting. But you know, well, they've got a million a million million dollar uh, quarterback. And Nick Foles, he's making what thirty million, twenty twenty million, something like something yeah. crazy. Some I will never make. That's that's what he's making. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So I'll move on here to the uh, first overall pick, Cincinnati Bengals. I gave him a B because they were pretty status quo. I mean, Joe Burrow was the obvious number one pick. Being able to get Higgins to pair with AJ Green, I know they franchised him. Um, that'll be interesting, and you can argue that Higgins is probably going to be the successor back there. Uh, so now Higgins, Boyd, um, John Ross, that's not a not a bad young group of receivers. I know Christian was hoping that Logan Wilson would follow the Browns in the third round. That didn't happen. Uh, the Bengals did scoop him up with the first pick in the third. And then uh, Akeem Davis-Gaither, a guy out of a linebacker out of Appalachian State. A lot of people had a day two grade on. Um, he did fall to the fourth. He was the first pick in the fourth round. So you could argue they got some value there. And that, but uh, I think I think their draft. Nothing really jumps out at me. I mean, it's hard when it's they're the number one overall pick, but they 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 got they got what they needed to primarily to provide Joe Burrow with a weapon as well as getting Joe Burrow. So I do want to say that I think Marcus Bailey was a steal because of medicals. Um, I think had he been healthy, he probably would have gone in the second or third. So. If he turns out to be healthy, I think that grade probably would go up even for you. Um, but who knows if he will? I mean, that might just be a wasted pick. Yeah. Marcus Bailey, seventh round pick, linebacker out of Purdue. Yeah. Pretty good at football. All right. Moving on to the Bills. Uh, I gave them a you B. Ju- you literally just changed this. <laughs> no, I didn't. No. You did. You... It was a B. Plus. Oh, I thought, you ty- I thought you typed something else. I saw you typing on it. Oh, no. <laughs> No, I accidentally deleted it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. All right. Well, yeah, I gave him a B plus um, without having a first round pick. I think they got a lot of value through the draft with guys like Epinesa, Moss, Davis, even Fromm in the fifth, Hodges in the sixth. Uh, I mean, 
the only reason I didn't give him an A is because they didn't really address the cornerback room, which they have a stud already in white, but they need more help there. So, I mean, the great draft just would like a little bit more. Maybe I'm just greedy. You are. Um, yeah. But I would probably echo that grade too. Um, I'm up with the Denver Broncos. I gave them an A++, um, <laughs> which I don't know that our our good friend of the show, Brandon Sweet, would agree. I think he was kind of happy when we were on air last night. But, um, I mean, we got Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Michael Ojemudia, Lloyd Cushenberry, Albert O. Archduke who, Lloyd Cushenberry. Oh, for real. The second or the third. The third. Um, and then just, Justin Stranad um, had a, a very productive year. I think they got a steal in Natana Muti. Um, and then they went and got another freaking receiver. So they obviously don't have faith in anyone outside of Cortland Sutton. Um, but A++, they addressed a ton of needs. Um, and really the, the main thing was they needed to get Drew Locke some weapons, and they definitely did that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's literally I, I would give him an A, and it's only because I wouldn't give the A plus because I didn't get an, a a tackle. That's lit. Like that's fair. We we talked a bunch of times about how they need better tackle play. Obviously, they're getting a the guy back uh, for being out all year, but still. Yeah, that's fair. Moving on, uh, I I got to grade the Browns, and I'm not just saying this because I'm a Browns fan. What I did, I did think they nailed this. Shut up. I did think they nailed this draft. I gave him an A. Uh, mainly, Jedrick Wills, a lot of people said he was the best tackle available in that great tackle class this year. He fell to the Browns at 10. He fell right into their laps. Uh, the Grant Delpit pick, I know Christian isn't a huge fan, especially when Antoine Winfield Jr. was on the board, but you watched Delpit's 2018 tape. He would have been a top 15 pick if he would have come out. And I, I, I believe him when he says that the high ankle sprain turned him into a different player in 2019, but he still showed what he can do, especially in the national championship game um, against Clemson. And uh, the other pick I really like, um, so Browns took Harrison Bryant in the fourth. That is a, uh, the way Kevin Stefanski likes to use utilize his tight ends. I think Bryant's going to be used right away. Um, he's probably right now sliding into the third tight end on the roster, but God knows how long we're going to trust David Njoku. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, as much as I hate to say it as an Ohio State fan, that is a really good pick in the sixth round. I know K.J. Hill is still on the board, but K.J. Hill is a tad undersized. I think he's going to pencil into more of a slot receiver if he even makes the team in, in uh, Los Angeles. But Peoples-Jones, he's 6'2". He's the kind of build that you look for in a receiver. He was a five-star prospect coming out of high school. He was mismanaged by Michigan and how bad their quarterback play was for four years. I do think Peoples Jones has the potential to be Cleveland's wide receiver three, and that's if if that's the case, getting him in the sixth round is huge. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I did like what the Browns did, and I'm coming around on the Grand Delpit selection. Just kind of sad that it wasn't Antoine Winfield Jr. <laughs> Agreed. And moving on to the to the Buccaneers for me next. Uh, I give them an A plus for them. I, I think they filled damn near every hole in the first few rounds for them. So really love what they did. And the first two rounds for the Bucks and the Browns will be compared for the next decade with Jedrick Wills and Delpit and Tristan Wirfs and Antoine Winfield Jr. So I love, I mean, their first 
five rounds, I really like what they did. I mean, and that's what and the two seventh round picks are almost uh, inconsequential to yeah. the grade. Yeah, yeah, they had a, a great draft. Yeah, and, uh, it, well, sorry, and then they they have a high draft at running back already. They brought in Keyshawn Vaughn to compete for that spot, and then bringing in a guy like Tyler Johnson the fifth to be your Thursday receiver. Deal of the draft. I mean, in the perfect round for him, fifth round. Uh, but still, no, he did go. He did go one pick after we took Nick Harris. I'm cool with it because we still got DPJ. Um, All right, Arizona Cardinals are up next. I have them. It's an A++, obviously. Isaiah Simmons alone would give them an A++, but if you mix in their second-round pick. We do not all. um, That second-round pick is not true, sir. Their second-round pick turned into DeAndre Hopkins, right? That's that's they, this is not off-season grade. It's draft grade. <laughs> I'm just saying what they got for their second-round pick was DeAndre care. Hopkins. Nobody cares. We're talking about the draft. Okay. Well, that's that's been factored into everything that you, when you grade out the Cardinals draft, it gives a second round to DeAndre Hopkins. But whatever. It doesn't <laughs> even matter. It's still an A++ because Josh Jones fell all the way to the third. Uh, Lecky Foto. Rashard Lawrence, Evan Weaver, Eno Benjamin, all guys that I scouted and had in the top five rounds, and they got value for every single one of them. So, uh, like I said, Isaiah Simmons alone would be an A++, but you add in DeAndre Hopkins because that's what I'm going to fucking do, um, then it's an A++. So, well, fuck off. Wrong against the rules, but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, but okay. I mean, I agree with the grade. Like, you got all great guys, and they got a – Guy that could play right tackle this year. So that's what I cared about most. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. The new look Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, I gave them a B plus. The only reason I didn't give them an A is because they didn't have a second or third round pick and they didn't address the tackle position. But uh, Herbert at six, trading back into the first to take Kenneth Murray um, at 23. I know Christian was a big fan of that. Christian was a big Kenneth Murray guy. Uh, Joshua Kelly, the running back out of UCLA in the fourth. Uh, I like those, but again, the only reason I didn't give them an A is because no second or third round. They were very inactive on Friday, and they didn't address the tackle spot, which is still a need that obviously they can go through free agency, but uh, that that would have been the one thing I think that would have propelled them to an A grade. Yeah, fine with that. I agree with it. Same reason we've been doing the same thing. I've already said that twice. You didn't get a position, so screw you. <laughs> All right. Uh, for the Chiefs, I went with the B minus. It was I, like I really like what they did, but they have a lack of picks for a good amount, uh, and they didn't address cornerback position at all. So I, I mean, B minus is the best I'm going to give you. I do really like Clyde. Um, I don't think he's the best back in the draft. And he went first for running backs. I like Willie Gay. I think he should have went later. I like Niang though. So I like that's what I'm saying. Like I, I like a lot of their picks. I have some questions and they didn't get a corner. So just it was it it was always gonna be a C plus, but I like the players too much to do that. Yeah. Um I I, I like Willie Gay. I think this is kind of where he was gonna go. Um, but he could turn out to be a even a bust for that that level of pick just based on what we saw when he was in college. Um, Colts are up next. I gave them a B-minus. I actually just changed it. Um, they got Michael Pittman Jr., who 
I think was one of the top five to seven receivers in this draft. They got Jonathan Taylor, who was a top three back in this draft. Um, and then they were able to get their successor to Philip Rivers and Jacob Eason in the fourth round. So uh, those three picks alone, I think, would, would give them a B-. minus. They don't have a ton of needs. I mean, the Colts should compete for the division and potentially for the AFC title this year, um, as long as Philip Rivers doesn't suck ass. But big if there. Um, but B- minus for the, the draft over the last three days. Yeah. I think if they would have gotten a a solid edge rusher too, I think this would have been a lot higher too. That's that's like the one need that they still didn't address. I mean, what they addressed a little bit. I'm just saying, not to a good extent. Yeah. yeah. Moving on to Dallas, um, CD Lamb fell to them at 17, uh, taking Trayvon Diggs in the second round. Uh, I thought he could have been a first round cornerback. So those two were very good picks, and then Neville Gallimore in the third. Uh, I gave him a B plus only kind of echoing Randy sentiment about the Colts is they didn't address edge rusher early and just looking at who they have um, and the uncertainty behind that position for Dallas um, B plus, but it's that great as vaulted just because to have a receiver like CD lamb fall to them as well as Trayvon Diggs. I'm really basing that on those first two picks. But see, wouldn't you say that they got value and, in Bradley and I in the fifth. Well, sure, but I also think there's a reason that an I fell to the fifth. I I agree there. Yeah, I think I think you can look at it both ways, but I I think that you can. I think an I falling to the fifth is more of a warning sign to me than anything else. That's fair. I mean, I had a lower round grade on him than basically everyone. I think Randy mm-hmm. did too, um, especially because a lot of people, myself included, was mocking Chase on to them at seventeen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I mean, they, in reality, you could say they have Lawrence right now on the roster and and I, like other than that, I don't know who's actually on the roster because they have two guys that haven't played in years that are on exempt list that they're believing in. So, but I mean, you go, I mean, Gallimore and Diggs both could have went in the first, in my opinion, Biotish getting him in the late fourth when he, I mean, that's pretty much where he was going to go, but He's a good center. I mean, he's a Wisconsin lineman. Trading, and trading, trading up to get him from the from the Eagles, too. Yeah, and, I mean, you just lost your center. My, I, I understand that they believe in who they have there right now, but might as well yeah. get a guy that can compete. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. Miami. Miami Dolphins, I gave them an A-. minus. It was kind of hard to grade this. because uh, <laughs> Just because they had so many picks, and I do like a lot of the players that they got, but because they had so many early picks, I just expected a bit better. So while I do think they did hit on a lot of the picks, like Austin Jackson, I like, but he has his flaws for sure. Two I love. Um, as long as he's healthy, he could be the best quarterback in the class. Uh, Igbenagi, I I love the player, and I think he's a first-round talent, or at least an early second, but they just spent so much money to get a corner. They already have a stud corner. They could have gotten an edge rusher there. They could have got another lineman. They could have traded back. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff they could have done there. I love Hunt, Davis, Jones to a good extent. I mean, other than that, I, I don't really care about the rest of this draft. But so, I, I mean, they did good enough. So I had to give them some sort of A. But because I would have won a little bit different somewheres, I had to go A-. minus. 
My only issue with them was Igbenogany over McKinney and Winfield and Delpit. Exactly. Were all there at 30. And then they waited till the third top of the third to get Brandon Jones when after, after all their safety was gone. gone. Yeah. Including, yeah. Including Ashton Davis. Yeah. And they could have went Xavier McKinney. They could have traded back from 30, got Xavier McKinney, and possibly gotten to the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's my saying here. Yeah, I, I like what they did. I'd probably roll with the same grade. Uh, I have the Eagles next, and oh boy. Um, Poor so Adam. The first thing, Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson is not I something think. I condone. I don't like yeah. that. But I, I, condone that. I, I do think he kind of fits what they're trying to do. But then to come around in the and second round and draft your backup quarterback oh. in Jalen Hurts, um, which – I we talked about it on the live stream. Good teams do this. They they get quarterbacks and they flip them. Like basically, the Patriots have only done that, but they're the best team to model after. Um, but I just don't understand that pick. Aside I from want, that, let me let me name a couple guys too that came off the board right after Hertz, Epinesa, J.K. Dobbins, Van, uh, Van Jefferson, Denzel Mims, um, Christian Fulton. Uh, like guys, Jeremy Chin, guys that could have immediately helped Philadelphia in the short term. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's rough because you have a quarterback that's been hurt a good amount, and you have a tremendous quarterback sitting here who I think was a value at fifty three. So it's kind of hard to say. Like it's kind of hard to hate the pick because I love the player, and they don't have a true backup that's any worth. You yeah. also put a ton of draft capital into your starting quarterback, who's only 27, though, too. Only yeah. 27 buckets hurt, and sure, they but don't but have what, it, it does, I, to move up to get him from Cleveland. That does, I mean, that doesn't matter. That they're, that's why they're hedging their bet. Yeah. But, they're, um, but they can't say that in the media because that's awful to say. We can say it, but they can't. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know if I said they're great. I gave them a D. They did add some other receivers that I like. I love John Hightower. I think they got him a value. Quez Watkins is good. And then they were able to get a project tackle in, in Prince Tiga that I think could end up being a starter in the NFL, and that was in the sixth round. So not a full F. Moved him up to a D. But I'm so sorry, Adam. So sorry. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's, that's fair. Um, Atlanta. The uh, new look Atlanta Falcons. I gave them a C. Uh, AJ Terrell, Marlon Davidson, Matt Hennessy, uh, Michael Walker, Jalen Hawkins, and Sterling Hallfrichter. Those are their draft picks. A, they didn't address a running back. I know they signed Todd Gurley, but can any of us ever rely on Todd Gurley right now? I will in fantasy for this year. Right. <laughs> and like, I think they're going to run him dry. Beyond yeah. either. Beyond this year, they have Edo Smith, who just isn't very good. They just have no one shot. You don't they have, have to listen. They, they have Brian right Hill. Who's the other one that they drafted last year that got some work at the end of the year? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I had him on my roster. I, I know exactly who you're talking about. They uh, all we'll did have, nothing. They all we'll did have, nothing. We'll have to come back to that. But, Audrey Allison. Yeah, there you go. Out of pit. <laughs> Thank you, but, sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I actually didn't. I just It came to me. <laughs> but to have guys like Kenneth Murray, uh, Chase on, um, Patrick Queen, Jordan Brooks, I guess, but like to have all of those guys on the board and still go after AJ Terrell, who who you could argue shouldn't have even had a first round grade, 
that's a reach. And I, I know they probably were hoping that Kinlaw would follow them at 16, but with uh, the Niners trading back a pick to take him, uh, they were kind of put in a tough spot. I, I just, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of Terrell. Uh, Marlon Davidson, they probably made, they made up for it a little bit by taking him in the second. But again, they didn't address the running back position at all. And you could argue that they didn't, they, I know they took Ridley last year. They had Ridley and Jones, but they didn't even bother addressing the receiver position either. Cause after you get past those two. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so C for the Falcons. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on to the giants. I gave them an a, um, I thought they always needed to go tackle. I thought they would go Simmons. I didn't mock that though. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> So Andrew Thomas getting Xavier McKinney in the second is always going to be a value for me. Matt Pert in the third, I think is great. I think that might fall in line with that Will Hernandez uh, second round pick. I think it's going to, I don't think it'd be as good, but it's going to be around that. Uh, being able to get Holmes, uh, Shane Lemieux, Lemieux, sorry, Lemieux, what the fuck? Lemieux. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I love that. I like, I actually really like TJ Bronson in the seventh. So I have to give it a here, especially just for the first five rounds really like yeah. they they hit good value on every pick uh they didn't move down they got their guy I, I gotta commend that i mean we'll we'll find out if thomas was the right pick or not but uh, you you took a shot at a guy you believe i gotta give you credit for that yeah i don't hate it um i think they did a pretty good job and especially addressing both tackle positions i think that was pretty important uh moving on to the jacksonville jaguars I gave them an A. They went with C.J. Henderson, Caleb on Chase on in the first, turned around and got LaVisca Chenault and Devon Hamilton and Ben Barch over the course of the next three rounds. And that's something that, I, like, I think Devon Hamilton was probably a second-round pick. LaVisca probably picked right where he should have been. Um, what are you highlighting, Randy? I was going to say uh, Colin Johnson <laughs> and Jake Lutton are solid picks. Yeah, no, and and that's I mean that Shaq Quarterman. I mean they they had they hit on a lot of picks, and I think they got value for a lot of these picks. Jake Lutton could come in and and take Gardner's job. Um, I, I really like what Jake Lutton did. I had about this grade on him, but I mean he's got a lot of arm talent, so yeah, I, I think it'll be a low key competition there. And yeah, it, Colin Johnson, if he can stay healthy, I mean. That's gonna be a steal. Well, that's both the receivers in this draft. <laughs> they can, that's true. They can yeah. stay healthy. They'll be good. But they, but they spread out their rebuild in draft picks, which they, I think they did a fantastic job. I can't what believe happened? they got Chase on at twenty. What happened here? Why are we jumping back to Randy? Uh, we'll just go with it. Well, Man, I don't know what the fuck. <laughs> Christian happened. screwed up twice doing this. Okay, the Jets. I gave an Man, A. Fucking fuck Christian tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Jets. The Jets, I gave an A. Uh, they got the guy I thought they would, Mackay Becton. Uh, I know a lot of fans wanted a receiver. Uh, they ended up getting Denzel Mims in the second, Ashton Davis in the third. I love those. Uh, Zuniga, I'm not a huge fan of, but I understand. Like, they needed Edge really bad, so I'll I'll take it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think he's going to be a starter, uh, but he can at least be a rotational guy to start. P. Ryan, I do really like. James Morgan's a good backup. Bryce Hall in the fifth is amazing. I'm not going to comment on the punter. So, uh, I, I, this, I'm going to give it an A just because they, they took the shot on Becton, who could be the best tackle in the class just because of his pure ceiling. So we'll see what happens. 
I think if you would have went CD and uh, a guy, I, I can't even remember who was there. There was so many, like Josh Jones, or so, not Josh Jones because he went later, but there were so many people in the second they could have went at tackle. So maybe we'll look back on that and say they should have done that, but I'm not going to fault him for it right now. Yeah. Don't quite understand uh, James Morgan in the fourth. Uh, I liked Bleacher Report's quote saying that this is a quarterback controversy waiting to happen when Adam Gase has a mood swing. We all know how I feel about Adam Gase. <laughs> and I, I guess you just took a, your, your the guy you think is a franchise quarterback. I guess I just don't understand that James It's a fourth-round pick, man. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a depth piece. Yeah, they they just don't want to have their quarterback get leveled into the ground like last year and have to go to their third string for yeah. a few games or get mono, you know. But well, like, that was <laughs> after the mono, yeah. I know. I'm just <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they're not even in the same breath as a player, so I, there's not a QB competition. That's just ludicrous. Yeah. Right, right. But with Adam Gase, you have to I don't give a <laughs> shit. It, he, I don't give a shit. It's <laughs> it's the starting quarterback. He doesn't get to have him in this doghouse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but if there's one he'll guy be, that'll fuck it up, it'll be Adam, Adam Gase will be fired yeah. before Sam Darnold's off this team. I hope so. That's if he benches Sam Darnold, and it's not because he threw six fucking picks, he'll be fired. That dude, what week. is up with the f bombs, boys? Dude, I'm, this is this is a an explicit podcast. They love it. They all love it. Tell us how much you love our fuck words. Um, our fuck words, <laughs> really? Yes. Well. If Bleacher Report didn't say something so stupid, I wouldn't get angry. <laughs> all right. Great lines. Yeah, the Detroit Lions, I gave them a C. Uh, we all know how I feel about the Jeff Okuda pick. That's just I, Yeah, C? I know. Um, what yeah. in the fuck, dude? I gave him a C, so I, I will go through. <laughs> Jeff Okuda was a good pick. I, I will give the, you that, but they signed secondary help and had a chance to take Isaiah Simmons, who's a better player. Then in the second round, they went DeAndre Swift, when they don't really have a need at running back. Um, Carrion has struggled to stay on the field. I get that that's value for Swift. I had a first-round grade on him. And I just don't know what the angle is there when they have so many other needs. Then they went Julian Aguara, who was probably value. They went Jonah Jackson. I like those two picks. Logan Stenberg, Reach. Quintez Cephas, not good at football. And then the, the next three, they took another fucking running back. Like, what are you doing? Um, I just, I can't get past, I, I, I guess the, they just don't like carry on and they're going to roll with Swift and Jason Huntley. I don't know. I didn't think that running back was one they should even touch. And here we are. I mean, maybe a late round flyer, like maybe a Jason Huntley, but to go with a second round investment in a running back two years removed from doing it with carry on Johnson, it's just the Lions do things that set them back, and Jeff Okuda, DeAndre Swift, is the perfect example of that. And I mean, not addressing, I, not addressing the quarterback at all. I mean, I know well, that they don't need to. <laughs> oh, well, Stafford's still fairly young and has a, a decent amount on his contract. Getting a backup probably would have been smart. That's what but I mean. They probably are looking at UDFA's for that. I just yeah. I don't I mean, like what they I, did. I don't I don't agree that they shouldn't have looked at running back. I, I'll agree that they shouldn't have done it second round top of it. But I mean, could you argue that they have Swift as a top ten on their board? And then he's there yeah. at the top of the second, they're like, Well, it's either our tenth overall or our thirty third overall. Uh, I'm gonna take the tenth overall. That's, That's kinda it's fair. I just I mean 
I, I guess drafting for needs is what gets people in trouble, but drafting in a way that sets you back is also just confusing yeah. to me. I just, that's, yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't disagree that they should have waited on a running back, but like, you got to look at it kind of both ways there. That's why I was like, see, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have gave him an A. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, yeah. All right, Christian, I, I see your um, bad grade for a <laughs> in the NFC North, and I'll raise you an F. All right. I I don't know. I'm, I, he's never going to listen to our podcast. But I do have a question for Brian Gutkunst, or however you, the hell you say the uh, Packers GM's last name. Do you not know who the leader of your team is? Do you not know the character that Aaron Rodgers is? Now, yes, everybody's making the comparison that, hey, Aaron Rodgers was drafted late in the first round. He had to sit behind Brett Favre. Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers were two different characters. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest diva in this side of Terrell Owens. How do you think he's going to react? A, you you traded up to get a quarterback. B, you didn't take a single wide receiver in what many have said is the best wide receiver class in years. And C... Aaron Rodgers had gone on Pat McAfee's show the day of the first round of the NFL draft saying that the Green Bay Packers have not selected a skill player in 15 years, talking about how cool it would be to get him some help. You trade up to get Aaron Rodgers' successor, and then in the second round, you take a 200-pound running back in A.J. In AJ Dillon, and in the third round, you take a... And you take like the sixth or seventh tight end on the board in Josiah DeGaro. What are you doing? What are you doing? So I don't think I, he knows their team's needs. No, he doesn't. But I do want to mention that people in the media, Brett Favre was a lot like Aaron Rodgers. We just didn't see it because Aaron Brett Rodgers was, doesn't talk to his own family. I understand that, but Brett Favre refused to help Aaron Rodgers. He said, you know, "I'm not going to do, do think it." Aaron Rodgers is going to be with Jordan Love. Christian? So what I'm saying is the the insiders in the media think that Aaron Rodgers was probably consulted for this pick they think that he is on board with it i disagree i don't think they asked him but i also don't think he's an asshole to his teammates i think he's an asshole to his coaches and his family but i don't think he's gonna be like oh fuck you jordan love like you're here to take my job no because jordan love can't take his job because he's aaron fucking rogers so i think he'll help him but also the Green Bay Packers were one win away from a Super Bowl appearance. Yeah, it's wild. It was. I completely agree with the F. I just wanted to put out there that I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to be an asshole. I, I, hope, he, I hope he gets <laughs> their really Their cool. best pick of this entire draft is Jake Hansen in the sixth round. <laughs> like, this, this draft is god-awful. It's terrible. Uh, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Randy, they literally of- needed like a 3-4 edge piece and a wide receiver. And a tight end, maybe like those are their top needs, and they're like, ah, fuck it, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Goodkunst, you suck. Yeah, <laughs> just said fuck it. Love it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, all right, definitely worst draft of the whole thing. Yeah, sure. made the Eagles look smart. Yes. All right, moving on to the Panthers. I give them an A because, I mean, same thing as kind of before. I like like their first four rounds are just studs to me. Derek Brown, Yatia Gross Matos, Jeremy Chin, and Troy Pye Jr. I love it. They drafted all defense. Uh, it's because they they have the best running back in football. They signed another receiver, so they have three relatively good to great receivers. 
and they signed their hopeful quarterback of the future. So they 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 believe in uh, Ian Thomas at tight end. So right, yes. And then they're just they they got in a tackle. They got rid of a guard. So I would have liked that, but they know they're going to take two years to fully rebuild this, and they got studs upon studs on this defense to start that. And I absolutely love it. Did you know that they're the first team in the <clears throat> Super Bowl era to draft all, um, to have seven picks and draft all defense? Yeah, and I also love how they got the best D tackle in Derek Brown. They got one of the best edges in the class in the second round, and they got instead of taking Isaiah Simmons in the first, they got Isaiah Simmons light and Jeremy mm-hmm. Chin in the late second. That is incredible. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Um, I love, and I'm pretty sure they traded back to get yeah. that pick for Jeremy Chin too. Traded back up into the second yes. round is what I meant. Yes. Um, yeah, I love what the Panthers did. Um, moving on to the Patriots, I gave them a C minus. Um, so they didn't have a first round pick, but they did have a ton of picks. They well, went with. Yeah. They went they with traded Ky- back. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, they traded out of the first round. Ended up with Kyle Duggar. Josh Uche, um, Anthony Jennings, which I didn't like that pick. I like those first reach. two picks. Reach I thought, yes, yeah. that's a reach. I think Kyle Duggar was a reach for the safeties that were on the board. He was the second safety off the board. So Yeah. It, see, and that's the thing with Duggar. I think they're one of, like, the six teams that wouldn't screw up Duggar. So I agree I, with Like, that. I don't hate it, but I do think it's a reach. Yeah, and then they traded back up after selecting Devin Asiasi to get Dalton Keene. So I think they hope that that's the the Gronk Aaron Hernandez duo that they haven't had in a while. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it, it could be they don't really have an answer at tight end. Took a place kicker in the fifth. I do like Michael Onwenu out of Michigan. Sounds right. I think he's a Sounds Michigan right. guard. Um, I, I, I like that pick as a replacement for probably uh, Joe Tooney. But other than that, I mean, it, nothing spectacular. And the Duggar reach and the Anthony Jennings reach. And then the trade up for a, a fucking second tight end and 10 picks makes this. It has to be on the bottom half of the A through F scale. Yeah. I I don't know. Um, <laughs> moving on. I, I sorry. I'm I'm still I'm still heated uh, from stupidity <laughs> that is Packers. So I'll try to I'll try to calm myself down. Um, so I my next grade was the Las Vegas Raiders. I gave this pick a B minus, and I have a couple reasons why. Number one, I know that they took Henry Ruggs, but Henry Ruggs over Jerry Judy and Ceedee Lamb when the Raiders really do need a true wide receiver one and Ruggs has to work on his route running and he's more of a deep threat guy. I, I don't like it as much. Uh, and then to, to go third round and pick back to back wide receivers after that and Lynn Bowden and Brian Edwards. And then to, to sandwich that in with Damon Arnett. Now I watched Damon Arnett play. He wasn't good his junior year. He came back for senior year. He played very well. I don't think he should have been taken in the first round. I don't think I don't think I think if the Raiders didn't take him in the first round, I think he would have fallen at least the middle of the second round. Uh, guys like Jeff Gladney, Noah Igmanogany, Trayvon Diggs, all of these guys were available at 19. All of these guys to me would have been better picks than a six foot Damon Arnett, who Christian and I were talking about it. 
he he has the build of a slot corner. You don't take a slot corner back in 19. Then the next pick to address for your defense that you need a ton of help with was Tanner Muse at in the third round, pick number in the 36th pick of the third round. I'm not a huge fan of this draft. I understand that they went in there, John Gruden went in there and said, we need our wide receiver first, then we need a guy in our secondary. And they did take who they thought were the two best. I'm just not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I, I, I think they got value with Simpson and Amik Robertson. I will pound the table for Amik Robertson. He was one of my guys that I loved. I had a second round grade on him, so I think he's a steal there. But I can fully support everything that you said. I do want to say I think Brian Edwards will probably end up being their true like wide receiver one with Ruggs kind of playing off of him just because of and, the nature of right, how they play. And, and I think, think, think about Edwards that. will be they the took, X and, and Ruggs and, will slide in the slot. And think about that. They took a guy in the third round that could very well be the better wide receiver than a guy that they took with the 12th pick who was the first wide receiver off the board. Well, now, I didn't, didn't say, say better. better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that he, he meant outside okay, possession, the, big guy okay, that's, receiver. Right, but the sentiment, the sentiment's still the same. Yeah, it's fair. I, I, I love rugs. I, I was on here so many times saying I want Judy. So, like, yeah, I, I agree. And, and I also, and Damon Arnett was a reach. But right. past that, I, I'm fine with me. Was a, I, I agree is a little bit of a reach, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, moving, well, on. moving, on, moving on to a real bad team, the Rams. Yay. All right. <laughs> so they start off by getting Cam Akers instead of J.K. Dobbins. Sigh. Dumb. Uh, shouldn't have taken a running back there anyways, wish, by the way. I wish they would have just taken Dobbins, so I don't have to watch him. <laughs> then they went to get Van Jefferson, who I do like, but a bit of a reach in a position that's not a big need. Didn't need to get bodies, but not hugely. Uh, I like Terrell Lewis, but he's injury prone, so... Rich get richer in that department. I like <laughs> Burgess. I like Hopkins. I like Fuller. But what's the big problem here, guys? Do I don't you see, see. I don't see a cornerback. I, I I don't see a corner. I don't see one goddamn offensive line. <laughs> to one of the worst <laughs> offensive lines in the league last year. I do see a kicker. You got to yeah. yeah. Okay, thank God. They <laughs> they punted they punted the line. They're they're hoping that they're the last two or three years they're like late fourth, fifth round, sixth round picks are going to step up and be studs this year. This is, it's asinine. Yeah. yeah it was and, and you, you let your coach pick these top two picks here. Yeah. And Cam Akers, you, you let him get, were, you let him get his guys. Jones. Yeah. Uh, n- neither one were the, the best player at that pick either for yeah. that position even. Yeah. So yeah, C, C was, C was a nice grade because I like some of the players. <laughs> yeah. And I and I do like Van Jefferson and Akers. I think they were reaches. Yeah, Christian, how how sad does this next grade make you? Uh, it just kind of it's not even sadness. I think it's just what I should expect, and it still pisses me off. But the Baltimore Ravens get an A plus plus from me. Um, you should have just gave him a fucking college credit for it. My God, <laughs> not even a great. Just give him honestly. Yeah, well. They went with Patrick Queen, got J.K. Dobbins, Justin Matabuki, Devin Duvernay, Malik Harrison, Tyree Phillips, Ben Bredesen, Geno Stone in the seventh. Like, what? 
why do teams let this happen? Like, and they traded back so many times. They absolutely murdered this draft. Yeah, they, I mean, this is my favorite draft uh, of any, and that makes me very sad. I think they got I think what they could have used is a bigger, more dominant wide receiver, someone like Brian Edwards. But if that's the only knock I have and they still address the position, I can't help but give them an A++. Yeah. And now you're, now you're just real sad. Now you're just saying it to make yourself feel good. It, honestly, I mean, yeah. but it's still a great draft. I'm pissed. Yep. <laughs> Move on. Uh, yeah, moving on to the Redskins. Um, I gave them a B plus. Uh, just looking at Chase Young, obviously the best player in the draft. Um, uh, taking Antonio Gibson in the third round, who they look to, they're going to look to use in both a receiver role and a running back role. And I think Sadiq Charles, um, he had some character issues, but he could have had a uh, middle of the second round grade that they got in the fourth. And Antonio Golden Gandy, uh, the wide receiver. Um, So those two were solid picks. Uh, I I think the Redskins just kind of went status quo. They did get rid of um, Trent Williams. So my guess is that Sadiq Charles is going to pencil right in as their starting left tackle. Um, So that's why they went that route. I mean, nothing really jumps out at me here. I think not trading down and taking Chase Young was there, but was the best decision that they made. Yeah, agreed. I also found it hilarious that the Trent Williams trade did not happen until they were on the clock and knew that they were getting their guy in City Charles. Um, I thought that was that was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. That's smart, smart yeah. GMing, honestly. Yeah, for sure. All right. uh, moving on to the Saints. Uh, I gave him a C plus. It was kind of hard to grade that. They got three players. Uh, Cesar Ruiz, who I really love, uh, but not the greatest positional need for them. I mean, I do think they should have addressed it, but they've tried. They've taken shots at this in the past already, in recently even. So, while I do love the player, I'm not sure I really love the pick for them. Uh, especially with linebackers that could have really helped him right then. Uh, and then they traded up to get Zach Bond to be uh, outside linebacker edge, who I think was great value in the third. And they traded up again to get Adam Trotman, who I think was good value in the third, but don't know why they trade they, they traded all their picks to get him. Uh, I like all three players. I still don't see a middle linebacker. Uh, <laughs> it's so it's a, like I love the draft, but I also hate it. So I, I just gave C plus because I really did plus do. Plus, when you literally have Patrick Queen on the board, you take a center in the first round that you just took a center last year and had him start for the second half of the season, and you're pretty happy with. So the Ruiz pick just doesn't make any sense. To me. Yeah, and, and they could have used at least a depth corner. So trading all your picks away to get Vaughn and Trotman, I don't necessarily agree with, but they got their guys. So plus, plus I blame them. them for the fact that our that mine and Christian's bet's still on. Just take Patrick Queen, you idiots. <laughs> I would have laughed if they took Jordan Brooks still. And he was always the second linebacker on team sports. But anyway, speaking of speaking Jordan Brooks, uh I have the Seahawks next. I gave them a D. They reached on Jordan Brooks. I can fully admit that. Um Yes, I, I think he will be a decent player, but he he has a lot of work to do, and they have a good linebacking room. So I don't understand the pick, especially with so many needs. Um, I do like the Daryl Taylor pick. I love the Damian Lewis pick. DJ Dallas, I, I'm not 
too high on for a fourth round selection. The one receiver they got is Freddie Swain, who's okay. And then they added Steven Sullivan. Um, it, I think the thing that made this a D was just the Jordan Brooks reach. I had a third or a, a late second round grade on him, so I didn't like it. I, I hate you. Why? All right. Uh, because of Jordan Brooks. Because I get to slap you? Is <laughs> Jordan Brooks and also Derrick Henry? Because, it's because I get to slap one. you right in the it's face. One. All right. It's in the moving back, on to, too. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the Steelers. Uh, I gave them a C plus, and I just based it on the fact that uh, Chase Claypool in the second round, I think, was a bit of a reach. And uh, Anthony McFarland in the fourth, I thought that was decent value for a running back. McFarland's a pretty good player. Uh, he showed it against Ohio State a couple years ago. But it's just none of these names really jump out of me, especially with the way the Steelers have drafted recently, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I don't know. I, I don't know what you guys think, but just none of these names really jump out of me. And I think that Claypool could have been had in the third. I agree with that. I really liked Highsmith. Um, that was my boy. I had a second-round grade on him. They got him in the third. So other than that, I agree with you completely. I I think C-plus is actually generous. I don't think they drafted yeah. very well. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of, I gave a C plus to the Texans for the next guys. Uh, I do like Blacklock. I like Renard in the third. I think that's good value. And I do like Isaiah Coulter. Um, fifth, it's decent value. But, they, I mean, they got decent guys at some holes. I just, I mean, I'm not going to love. They don't have enough picks to, to get anything better than C plus. Yeah. That's fair. I I really Plus, do I don't like think Isaiah Coulter. I don't think Bill O'Brien ever deserves anything other than a C plus ever. That's that's a fair assessment. All right, moving on to the Titans. I gave them a B plus. Isaiah Wilson, Christian Fulton, Darrington Evans, uh, Laryl Murchison. I thought those were really good picks, but then to pick Cole McDonald as your seventh round quarterback over some of the guys that were still on the board kind of confusing. Uh, I do think Christian Fulton slid. There was probably a reason for it. Uh, it was probably medically re- related, uh, but I, I think he was a first-round corner, and I love Darrington Evans, so I gave them a B plus. Yeah. All right, and the last team here is the sheer volume of the Minnesota Vikings. I gave them an A minus, A because of the amount of picks that they had. How can you grade them anything else? And uh, B, they addressed. The, the cornerback position with Jeff Grad, just Jeff Gladney in the first and Cameron Dantzler in the third. They got DJ Wanham in the fourth. Uh, they took who people thought was a first-round offensive tackle in Ezra Cleveland in the back end of the second. And Justin Jefferson fell into their lap at 22. He is going to be a great replacement for Stephon Diggs, uh, adding in Troy Dye in the fourth. K.J. Osborne is a physical freak that they took in the fifth. Um, and then getting Kenny Willekes, uh and um, and just uh, supplementing that uh, him and Josh Metellus in the in the sixth round, I, I think that they got an A minus just based on the sheer volume. They got some really talented people. So yeah, even James Lynch in the fourth. Yeah, I love James Lynch. Yeah, <laughs> not as much as Christian. I can't believe they had that many picks. I can't believe they had that many picks. They they traded back a couple times too, so I think that's kind of where yeah. it came from. But yeah. All right. All right, boys. Uh, so that, that those are our grades for um, each NFL team. 
again, I'm going to uh, finish this thought with screw you, Packers. That's good. All right, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll get into our super, super flex rookie mock draft. Welcome back to the cut. We're going to get into, into our Superflex rookie mock draft. Randy has the number one pick. Uh, so this is a quarterback, two running backs. I believe it's, is it two receivers or three receivers? It is three receivers yeah. and then uh, two flex and a super flex, which can be a quarterback, tight end, running back, wide receiver. Randy, who are you taking? 101 Joe Burrow. Easy as pie. Uh, he's the best quarterback in the class. I. Really love what he's done uh, this whole season, this offseason. Uh, it's a super flex. You could argue, like, maybe Edwards Alaire or maybe even Tua, uh, but uh, I'm just going best quarterback. Are we focusing on dy- – is this a dynasty draft? Yes, team? dynasty. Obviously. Yeah. Okay. All right, Christian. Tua Tagovailoa. Damn it. Pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Give me Clyde Edwards Alaire. Makes a ton of sense. You you give them. Oh, I guess your I pick on the app. No. <laughs> All right, uh, one hundred and four. That actually is kind of difficult. Um, <laughs> give me, give me Jonathan Taylor. Mm. It's yeah. uh, I I think he's just gonna <laughs> after one year. I think he's just gonna completely overtake the role. He's gonna need a pass catcher for his whole career to help him out. But I love what he brings to the. He just brings so much toughness to a team. And, I, I mean, a receiver would be nice. Uh, the landing spots make it a little bit more iffy. So, I'll take a running back. Yeah. Um, that makes this kind of difficult because... that's You picked the wide receiver. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I am picking a wide receiver here. I just don't know which one. Jerry Judy is the wide receiver two on his team. C.D. Lamb will be the wide receiver two on his team. Jalen Rager should be the wide receiver one on his team, but I don't know that he has the capability of doing so. And then it's a run, run heavy team as well. Exactly. And then Justin Jefferson is the two on his team, but the two on his team last year was Stefan Diggs, so I feel pretty confident in that. But I'm going to go with Jerry Judy because. I like the talent a little bit more, and I think he's in a better situation than CD is in that there's really no competition for targets, whereas in Dallas, there's Michael Gallup still. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take Justin Herbert. I want to lock up the last of the three quarterbacks that I think have a chance to start this year, and I I do think that at some point, um, Justin Herbert, Baker Mayfield, Tyrod Taylor, and he is the starting quarterback in L.A. Yeah, and the other thing to note there is this is a 12-team Superflex Dynasty League. So there's 32 quarters, thirty-two starting quarterbacks, and 36 people would need three quarterbacks for a Superflex. Like, we need 36 to have a perfect league. So getting your third guy locked up is smart. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, moving on to 107. This is actually kind of tough, but I'm going to go Henry Ruggs. Uh, just because I do think he's going to be the number one on the team. So I just got to pick him there. Yep, that makes sense, too. I didn't even consider him just because I don't like the fit. I like the fit. I like the fit. I just would have liked other people to be a better fit. But I'm not going to knock him for that. I love oh, his no. talent. Yeah, I think, 
I think between 107 and 108 was where he always was going to go, so I'm fine with taking him there. Yep, and I think I'm going to go DeAndre Swift here. Um, I would do this with my personal team just because I have on Johnson, but also um, I have to assume that if the Lions are stupid enough to invest in another second-round running back, that he's going to get the, the bulk of the work. Um. And either way, it's PPR, so he's going to be on the field for pass-catching downs, even if Carrion gets the first and second down work to start. So, Yeah, and uh, I'm going to go C.D. Lamb, whether it's this year or it's next year. I think Lamb eventually takes over Gallup for the wide receiver, too. Um, and in the Dallas offense, that's something I want my hands in, so C.D. Lamb. Yeah, and next for the 110, this is between two guys for me, and that would be J.K. Dobbins and Cam Akers. Um, Dobbins is clearly the better player, but in a worse situation, but not for the long haul. And Akers most likely will be get, getting the carries to start off, but has a worse line. And they both kind of have the same – they both have the same number of competition, but definitely not the same level. But I'm still going to go J.K. Dobbins and – hope that I have at least two more backs that can play for the first half of the year. <laughs> I don't I don't know if they keep Mark Ingram all year. I assume they do and just let Dobbins take over next year. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um I'm gonna go with ooh, I'm gonna go with Justin Jefferson here because I do believe in the talent of Justin Jefferson over Jalen Rager. I've been on record saying that I think Jalen Rager doesn't know how to catch footballs. So I think Justin Jefferson does. So I'm going with him. That makes my pick a lot easier. I will take Jalen Rager because I think he could end up being the wide receiver one week one for Philadelphia and uh, getting him with the last pick in the first round of this rookie draft is big. So I will go Jalen Rager, which means I'm back on the clock. Whoa. I believe. No. Are we doing that or no? No, no, no. no. I'm on. It's not a snake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rookie mocks genuinely aren't. Because it's yeah, it goes by finishes and trades and everything, but still. Yeah. Uh, so me on the clock for the two hundred one, which is actually my first pick in our dynasty rookie mock draft, uh, and I'm going to go Cam Akers. I I value running backs very highly in rookie drafts, and getting a guy who's most likely going to be a starting running back to start the second definitely he might be the best running. He's definitely, in my opinion, the best talented running back on the board. So I'd love to take that. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> so there's a ton of guys that I would consider here. Um, Brandon Ayuk, obviously drafted highly. A, a yards after catch God, which makes sense in a San Francisco 49ers offense. Denzel Mims was drafted to the Jets, and I think that he's going to be the wide receiver one, but then some running back Zach Moss in Buffalo, he's going to be in a timeshare. Keyshawn Vaughn might not even see the field. So I'm going to go with Denzel Mims and just get a stud wide receiver. Yep. I was going to take him with my pick. So that's a, that's a pretty good pick there. I will take Brandon Ayuk because I think he's going to be sealing the field a lot in San Francisco, especially because they traded up to get him. Okay, that makes sense. Um, it's actually kind of difficult. 
I well, it's difficult to me because I think T. Higgins is a very talented receiver. I think he will get immediate work this year, but he won't be a wide receiver one. Uh, but he will be down the line. I think he's the heir apparent to AJ Green. Uh, Lavisca could be a good receiver. Pittman could be a wide receiver one on his team. Oh, there's there's some good people, but I I'm gonna go Keyshawn Vaughn. I I think that might be a little bit high, uh, but not a ton. Like I, I it's just because he has competition, but they obviously covet him. So I'm gonna take it. Yeah, it's it's fair too. Um, one of our buddies um, was doing a rookie mock today and he went with the first pick in the second round so this is actually kind of value for him am i back on the clock or is this sean you this is me all right um i'm gonna get a little funky here and i'm gonna take jordan love because because i think that we talked about quarterbacks that I mean, in, in Dynasty, quarterbacks are much more valuable. I think that Jordan Love, while he is a stash, I think there's a way he gets on the field in the next two years. But he's also a quarterback that you can use as a trade asset, and I think letting him fall much further than this is kind of iffy. I I disagree, but another thing to factor into this pick is, one, if your Dynasty League has a taxi squad, first off, and two, what are the rules of that taxi squad? Uh, a lot of them that have them are only just rookies can be on it. Ours is uh, first two years in the league can be on it. So you, you got to be comfortable. It, like with ours, I think it's an okay pick. It's still a little bit of reach to me, but like that's because you got to feel comfortable being able to have him on your taxi squad for two years, basically. So he doesn't mm-hmm. even count against your team, basically. Yeah. I'm going to get also funky and uh, because it's super flex I'm going to take Jacob Eason and the reason that I'm doing that is because I think he of the remaining rookie quarterbacks I think he has the best shot to have the quickest way to be a starter in Indianapolis Um, Rivers is is on a one year deal and they're obviously not sold on Jacoby Brissett because they brought in Phillip Rivers I think Eason is talented and I think he has a shot to, in 2021, be the Indianapolis Colts starter. Yeah, and, and I think after the first round, three quarterbacks, uh, we get into the real question of who do you value at talent and is the talent over opportunity argument, which side are you on? Because mm-hmm. uh, Eason is the best opportunity to me. Yeah, but And I, I, think, I think he is talented. Too. I think he is talented, but I also think he's the least talented of the three. But that's not saying I, I, I like the other two, right. but yeah. he's got the best opportunity. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, this makes mine easy. T Higgins. Yeah. Not even a question. Yeah. And I'm going to piggyback off that pretty easy for me. Michael Pittman. Yep. Then I will go LaVisca Chanel. <laughs> the run on receivers. All right. What pick is this, Christian? This is pick. Two, two ten. ten. Ten, yes. Christian did it the opposite way. I, wow. Yeah, I know. That's how I was confused. Yeah, I, that's right. I hate that I'm going to make this pick. I hate it. 
so much. You're doing Zach it. You're Moss. doing AJ Dillon. AJ Dillon. It's Zach. No, no, no. It's Zach Moss. Oh, I. Oh, you're gonna for, have to do that for my team. If <laughs> yeah. this, uh, first of all, I I only have one second round pick. I'm pretty sure, but if this could fall to me in the third, that'd be perfect for my situation with Singletary. Uh, but it, I hate the landing spot for him and for my other player. So, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna take the best, the most talented guy on the board for me. That's fine. Hey, all right. Um, I am gonna roll with. <laughs> um, Antonio Gibson. Damn it. Okay. Because I think Antonio Gibson is a gadget type of player in that he's gonna he's gonna stay on the field because he's a playmaker. I'm and I will I do want to give a shout since that was my last pick. I was going to consider Darrington Evans because I think he's the PPR back now in Tennessee. I was going to consider Devin Duvernay because he's probably the wide receiver two in Baltimore. And I was going to consider Joshua Kelly, who I really like and could end up being the starting running back in at least on on first and second down for the Chargers. Yeah, I am going to wrap up this draft with Brian Edwards. Um, we talked about it on the uh, podcast that or the earlier in the episode that uh, it's possible Brian Edwards becomes the wide receiver one. To Henry Ruggs is kind of a 1A, 1B with Henry Ruggs. Um, and this is more of a future pick because uh, I know Edwards is a physical freak. So I think he has the, um, he could turn in, him and Ruggs together could turn into a, a pretty lethal duo. And uh, with Edwards being more of the possession guy. And so in a, in a PPR league, I think Edwards is a, is a solid pick to wrap up, wrap up the second. Love it. Uh, agreed. He's a guy with talent and opportunity at the same time. So. <laughs> What you covet. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's our two round mock draft. Um, any any uh honorable mentions? Mine, I was kind of thinking KJ Hamler is an honorable mention for me. I don't know about you guys. I think Hamler, um I think Van Jefferson, Tyler Johnson, Darrington Evans, like Christian said, Duvernay. Not Jake Fromm. Uh Joshua Kelly too, but like uh but not Jake Fromm. Claypool. No. And like Gandy Golden is going to be the wide receiver two on that team, most likely, uh, just because Sims is definitely more of a slot guy. <laughs> so I don't know what that was. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, uh, I think that was me. My bad. You're good. But that's, I think that's a guy where I love his talent and I love the, the draft capital is where it should have been. So uh, just because I love the talent, I don't think I would have taken him here, but he's definitely a guy I would target at the third around the turn or maybe mid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, boys. Christian, any honorable mentions? Said mine. I do like the Antonio Gandy Golden shout because I do agree that he's going to be the wide receiver too. Isn't Antonio Golden Gandy? Oh, it's Gandy Golden. Gandy Golden. He messed it up earlier, but we didn't want to correct you. Yeah. I suck. We didn't want to interrupt or anything. Yeah. Just let you roll. (laughs) Hey, dude. I'm glad you didn't interrupt me with the Packers. Exactly. Stupid. (laughs) All right, that'll do it for our NFL uh, draft recap slash mock draft episode. Obviously, follow us on uh, social media at the Cut FFL. Uh, take a or stay tuned for uh, more content to come on our website, officialcutpod. 
uh, word.wordpress.com. I, I'm pretty sure I got that right. Um, boys, any closing comments, concerns, remarks? I, I, I will make an, um, I'll hold my Packers comments to myself. Now. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we, we still have no idea what we're going to do next week. Probably an update on our actual rookie mock draft in dynasty. that will might still be going on. That by time it's so long. It, Ugh, it's, it won't. it's so long. We'll, ex- it won't. we'll explain the rules and everything next week when it's already <laughs> going. So, yeah, I'm just hoping two of falls in the five. Definitely not happen. I pick it four. <laughs> True. <laughs> you can trade up with me though. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So for Christian Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. We'll talk to you guys next week. We gone.